crank it up and tick off the neighbors. It's the R&B show. God, you dig it. And now, those two guys that are bringing back the art of scat. Here's Ricardo and Brett. I wish I could do scat, by the way. It's a very cool kind of uh, way to present. Look at here, Brett's over here. Brett's all tired out. He is. He's beat. Brett, Brett, why are you down, my friend? I'm not down. I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm mentally drained. The, the Wisconsin High School Sports Awards show planning is we have reached that stage now because we're only, what, two and a half weeks away where it's just it's just dialed up and it's nonstop. And, and, and I worked late last night at home going over the script, and I, I'm, I'm just I'm, – I'm done. Yes. Ricardo, I'm done. He's going over the script that, uh, that he and I will both uh, go through as we do that, what, about two-hour show. Uh, coming on May 11th. Uh, we'll have more on that, though. But you Brett, look nice and Brett's fresh, beast, though. I do. I, I feel great. I feel yeah. fantastic. Carl looks great. Yeah, yeah, why Brett's is that, like, Rosie? I don't know. Yeah, because don't know. Brett's the one you who's look, doing it, and I'm not. <laughs> and you look like your soul is shattered, man. It's, it is shattered. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm defeated. I'm waving the white flag. Well, they had to put you on a Brett because you're our best guy. So think of it that way, my friend, that, uh, you know, you, we, we knew I'm you could do you, it. I, I, I'm like, um, I'll go with like Nolan Ryan. I'm going to go old school. And, yeah, it is and, old and school. And my, my arm is tiring. I need the reliever in now. I need my closer in. I need to exit the game. Let's bring in the right-hander. Oh, you need that one Who's that crazy guy who would always get all pumped up oh, right before uh, he was going to Al Rabuski? Yeah. Mad Hungarian. Yeah, isn't it Al Rabuski or Al Rabuski? Rabuski. Again, all the kids listening right now have no idea who the heck we're talking about. Google it. Google him. Oh, and I think his name is H. It starts HR. Mad Hungarian. Played for the Cardinals. Yes, he did. Yeah, and the Royals. Yeah. Hey, that's when baseball was Good. I had his right? baseball I card it. for the Royals. That's when you knew it. players on every team because they never moved. Yes. Unlike nowadays, you can't yeah. keep track. By the way, we were talking off uh, before we started. Brewers, right? We were talking about how they've got to bring back the beer mug, talking about the 70s and 80s. Yeah, bring back the beer mug. Huge beer mug. And yep. implement the barrel man. Barrel man. As part of the uniform, put it on the on the sleeve patch. And bring back, of course, or Rosie, the ball and glove look. Yeah. Oh time. gosh. Yes. I mean, what is up with That's the M and the little leaf on the I bottom? Remember when those no, awful? No, they no had, more. Stop they had it. the awful variations of the of the Brewer uniform, like in was it the early two thousand? Oh, like the M and B. Yeah, you know, or something. With yeah, the, with the uh, baseball bats that were crossed. Uh, they, they had green in their uniform. Oh, so awful. Why? Why did they get rid of that? the ball and I glove? Know. I don't know. It was so classic, and it. That's all you see in the stands, and they even have an ad where. The whole thing is ball and glove, people in ball and glove stuff, and then they end it with uh, M and Barley. At, uh, no, get it out of here. And the, and the beer mug. I mean, that was a highlight when I was a kid going to County Stadium, seeing Bernie Brewer slide <laughs> yeah. in the beer mug after a home run or a Brewer's win. They're the Brewers. They yeah. play in Miller Park. And Bring it back. Luckily, that is it was not destroyed, right? Somebody did I buy think it. A, I think it's Lakefront Brewery actually has it in-house okay. in, in downtown Milwaukee area. I've okay. never seen it. Uh, I've never been there, but I've read about it that they purchased that from the Brewers. Uh, I'll right. give you a little. <laughs> you'll find this funny. I'm a cousin of mine who was actually converted to be a Brewers fan. Uh, after a while here, just from being in the state, he had no idea that the M and the B, con- you know, made yeah. up the, 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 the <laughs> that blew his mind when I told him, "Dude, it's Milwaukee and, and B." Yeah. He was like, he, he like looked at it for a long time, like, "Oh, I didn't even know that." I'm like, "Yeah," you know, which, which makes the logo even. Yeah. Ricardo, you're yeah. a Cardinals fan yes. now, isn't it true that in St. Louis, Cardinals baseball is almost like Packers football here? Yeah, because it's really all they have there, uh, just like Green Bay. Uh, yeah. All they have is the Packers. All they have is is Cardinals. We're ridiculous. We're ridiculous fans. 
we, we, think, uh, we think Bush Stadium is the mecca for all baseball stadiums. No matter, forget about Fenway, forget about Yankee Stadium. Yeah. It's Bush Stadium and St. Louis is, is, the, is the heart of baseball in, in this country. We're, we're obnoxious just like Packer fans. There you so go. So we are the Packer fans of Major League Baseball is what, what Cardinals fans are. But St. Louis, they have the Blues. A hockey team. They NHL, do, but it's so NHL. Come on, NHL is <laughs> what the fourth, the fourth. Uh, I think pro, yeah. you can even put them in in some ways under NASCAR, can't you? Ooh, oh. See, so maybe they're even fifth. I don't know, you know about that. And they lose what they, they they get an NFL team and then they lose it every ten years. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, You know they true. don't have they can't they can't no. sustain a football team. They're, they're, they're probably done. Yeah. They're probably done in, in playing with the NFL. I, I would think the I NFL think now. So, has, yeah. And a lot of Cardinals fans because in the long for the longest time, KMOX in St. Louis was the only radio station that could be heard the western part of the nation uh, when they okay. didn't have before the Dodgers moved out there and the Giants. So a lot of folks are Cardinals fans just from picking up KMOX and that huge, I don't know how many watts that was, but it, it, it stretched all throughout you know, the desert and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, people, a lot of folks became Cardinals fans out in the West Coast. So. Dang. I hate, the, I hate the Cardinals. You know I know why? you do. 1982. That's yep. all i got to say. Willie McGee. Oh. Joaquin Anuhar. Joaquin Tommy Anuhar. Yes. Was Keith Hernandez on that team? Was yes. he the first baseman? Yeah. Uh, Daryl Porter. Was Ozzy Smith on Ozzie yes. Smith. Yeah. Hate him. Whitey Herzog. Yeah. Hey, he, Darryl, you know, I, have, I have a personal. Uh, Daryl Porter, was he on that team too? Yes. Daryl Porter, the catcher. I would yeah, just said his he name. used to be a brewer. Oh, that's mm-hmm. okay. All right. Uh, me, me and Whitey, we, we didn't hit it off at the no. Smith Banquet. No. Uh, I, I, I hate the Cardinals though. because the Brewers were the better team that I, I, You know, I probably would agree with you on that. Harvey's Wallbangers. I never I would agree with you on that. And Whitey. Whitey, Whitey uh, gave you a colorful metaphor. Oh, he, he threw yeah. a bunch of color, colorful metaphors to, <laughs> after a, a, at me after getting the nice guy. Before oh. he was to receive nice the guy nice guy, guy award, yes. he was not a nice guy. <laughs> so more reason to hate the Cardinals. Plus, uh, uh, who knew that, uh, Rosie, that would be the last time we'd see the Brewers in the World I know. Series. 36 years ago now. Wow. Oh, what a lineup. Well, and pathetic. luckily... That was our whole topic of conversation during our ride home from uh, Pewaukee yeah. last Friday. So we got another Kids in Crisis one coming up next Wednesday we in Milwaukee. Yeah. I'm going to be in Milwaukee actually for uh, my son's going to be touring some colleges down there. UW-Milwaukee. Yes. Smart school, boy. And Marquette. All right. Well, best of luck there. Yeah. Guys, can we get to the show? Yeah. I, was I know we kind of went <laughs> off a tangent a little bit. <laughs> That's Let's what get to podcasts the are for. Yes. Uh, yeah, well, a couple of things we're going to be going through. Again, the only podcast dedicated to high school sports in the Fox Valley, as well as, uh, you know, uh, Brewer Talk, apparently. Yeah. Uh, I'm your co-host, Ricardo Aguayo. Sitting alongside with me always is Brett Christopherson, both of USA Today Network, Wisconsin. Don't forget about Jim Rosendick. We call him Rosie. He's the master of disaster. He's doing all that stuff behind the live stream machine over there, making sure that we're taken care of in terms of the, the production end. Uh, some of the topics we're going to talk about uh, briefly, the WI meeting that's holding this annual meeting over there. Uh, I think it must be wrapped up, though, by now or will be soon. A lot of folks yeah. attended that. I yes, saw. and uh, so they're having that. That's in Stevens Point, isn't it? Yes. So uh, they're having that. We'll talk about some of the – not really too much to come out of it, but one one is always realignment every year. We'll, me and Brett will give uh, our, our thoughts on that. FEA All-Star Game drama. There's no girls game, but apparently uh, some of the guys are, in, along with Sid Levy over at Appleton North, are trying to get that girls game going on. So we'll talk a little bit about that and why, why you wouldn't have an All-Star girls game to, believe, to begin with. There's a reason behind that. And uh, then, Brett, you'll, you'll, I know you're tired my friend, but you're going to have to give us a second win here and talk about that award show uh, that's coming up on May 11th because a lot of that stuff is being finalized. And uh, I know you just had, right on, on this past Friday, you had uh, the column that introduced the spring sports and uh, maybe some of the premier A couple awards. weeks ago now coming up, oh, yeah, the, the okay. spring. Impre- Actually, we had a meeting yesterday, and Rosie and I have a meeting tomorrow. 
We do. Here in Appleton. So yes. Very top secret That's stuff right. going Good on stuff. Right so you'll, you'll let us know what we can, and then uh, we'll wrap it up uh, again. A short preview on our Appleton on Appleton North Girls softball. What's coming in for the roundtable tonight? Uh, Marissa Mullen, Sarah Allison, and Hannah Holtonen. Hannah really will be running Hannah Campbell. More on that uh, later on in the show. And – a guest appearance from Mike Sherry tonight. Oh, that's right. That's right. I, I forgot I, he was working on this. I cannot be here tonight because my son is getting confirmed. Yes. And I need, right. I, and, I need and want to attend that. Very pious. Uh, very cool. No, good, good stuff. And maybe we'll talk a little about uh, the UW-Stevens Point football vacancy. Mm. That, uh, hmm. We can speculate on things on that. So, Brett, make sure I don't forget that because uh, that, that, that could lead Any, to some Anytime we're things. talking Stevens Point, I'm all over that. Yes, I know you that. are. So, uh, first topic, uh, the WIA's uh, annual meeting with its member schools. Uh, always a big topic is realignment. And I guess they did do from the southwestern part of the state. They did go through some proposals or actually w- ratified some things there so where they can uh, – you know, have some realignment there over the next couple of years. Brett, why don't they just go to the district play well, expl- already explain the for district, everything? Uh, district play, uh, it, well, at first it was just for football, if I, if I remember right. A couple of years ago, the WI put out an outstanding plan, in my opinion, um, where, you know, the, the district would be, you know, kind of split up by geography and enrollment. It'd be looked at every couple of years, so, you know, there'd be some fluidity to it. <laughs> football only, right? Football only. This was only football only. But now I'm thinking, why not just make it all sports? Uh, because we're having all these conference changes, these these goofy conferences, these goofy teams want to leave after a couple years, and it's, it's just a big old mess. And I think the WI could just alleviate a lot of this by just going to the district play, but here's the problem. I know some of these schools are ho- holding on to those conferences, Brett, like the FBA. I understand that, and I'm a big, of, I'm a big proponent of the FBA. I love it, but I think we got to move on here and, and, and look at it from – which is the best way to represent these playoff teams, these matchups in the postseason. I think this is a good way to do it, Brett, uh, by having district play and having that kind of uh, ability to change things every couple of years, kind of look at it over again, and it's an evolving thing. It works in Michigan. It works in Texas. It works in Florida. works in California. works in a lot of great states that have a lot of great sports. Why can't it be here in Wisconsin? Like you said it, because of the uh, deep roots that teams and schools and fans have in, in conference play and the rivalries. Uh, what, what I mean, you look at the district uh, proposal, and I'm going back. How long ago was that? Now that was a number of years. It ago. It was like 2011, I want to say, around that time. Around right? that time, turn of the turn of the decade. You know, and I, I always go back to the one because it involves uh, the, you know the school that my my kids have attended, at Little Shoot High School, and uh, I always chuckle because remember part of that district plan was Northland Pines and Eagle River. That's a three-hour drive to be. Uh, I, I just thought that the, the travel component. Freedom was in it too. That, mm-hmm. That's that's crazy. You you got you got to do better than that. I mean, th- I thought that some of the district uh, matchups there back then were were laughable. Quite frankly, I mean, you're not going to have kids wanting to. You're not as a parent going going to willingly let your kid drive up Highway 45 on a Friday night to go watch uh, Little Shooter Freedom play up in Northland Pines in Eagle River. That's crazy. So, uh, and my second concern, I guess, with district proposal is is what we see with conference the realignment issues is. Are you telling me that in a couple of years, if a team that is maybe, uh, I guess, enrollment-wise, the smallest within that district and they're struggling, they're going to be complaining, saying, we need to get out of this district. It's going to be the same thing, whether you call it conferences or districts. I just think you just got to suck it up and deal with it. I mean, what? why now? I mean, there's never been uh, an issue years and years. Rosie, I think you can attest to this. I never heard any conference bickering or we can't compete in this league. When no. I grew up in the Wisconsin Valley Conference, Anago was really tough, really yeah. good football program, yeah. and they were one of the smaller schools. 
So now suddenly, it, it's, it's, it, I think in some ways it's a little bit of a cop-out. Oh, we can't compete, so we need to move to another league. Brett, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. on all, Actually, I, do, I, I feel very strongly the way you do there because in my own experience, in the old East Central Conference, Amra was the smallest school. We would go against schools like Wapaka that was three times bigger than and us. And win. And win. No, no, we wouldn't beat Wapaka. They were the only team we could well, beat. They, they were but really we'd yeah. beat like Berlin one year, I remember. Mm -hmm. uh, teams that was two and a half, maybe times bigger than we were. But I do know this is that back then, this was for football now, only the top, only the champion would advance to the playoffs and then maybe the second place team on occasion. So we were always, you know, finishing with like a couple of losses and just missing you know, while we were like a couple divisions lower than, than maybe Wapak and everything, and that always irked us because, man, we, we'd love to see who would – we'd love to go against, like, the Brilliants and stuff like that, uh, but we never got a chance to because we played in a small conference. But we never asked to leave the conference. No, and now you see that all the time. Yeah. Oh, we got to get out. We got to get out. Yeah. Well, why? Yeah. I mean, is, how about reward some of these schools that actually – have top-notch programs. I mean, yeah. there's probably a reason why that is the case. Look at Kimberly. They're the smallest school in D1, basically. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're not complaining. Yeah. Well, we we got to go down to D2 so we can almost assure ourselves of really deep playoff runs. No, you yeah. play the cards you're dealt and and you uh, adapt to the, your situation. Now, I, I mean, obviously, yeah, there's some some cases where you, you don't want to put a brilliant in a conference like the FBA. Obviously, you can't have that sort of a discrepancy. But I just I just think that this is a little bit uh, comical, well, and it seems to be gaining more and more steam yes, as years go by. That's the problem, Brett. This isn't going to go away because you know why? It's 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 our parents. It's it's us. We're Generation X here. Well, and you know what? It's because they want instant results. Yes, too. exactly. Instant so, wins. Yeah. They don't want to take the time to build something. Yeah, which anymore. it goes back to my theory that we have destroyed youth sports. My generation has it. We have to look at ourselves in the mirror, take a good look. We've done this because, uh, yeah, you're right, Brett. We we can't take not making the playoffs. We can't we can't take having to go against teams that are bigger than we are. We got to complain. That's just we. And then we instill that, unfortunately, to our kids who feel entitled, right? Who think that they deserve everything or they need everything. There is and I don't want to blame yeah. them because it's our fault. Well, there is a lot of entitlement out there in a lot of different areas. I think we all know that. But uh, I think you brought up a great example of brilliant. Remember a few years ago when they won the D3 Boys Basketball Championship? Yes. Probably one of the smaller teams there in oh, D3. Yeah. I think now they're in D4. They I are think in D4. You think Pete Kittle is, is, was complaining about that? Well, you know, this is crazy. Why They beat Little Shoot with Kenny Lowe and Turner Botts in a sectional championship, <laughs> then went down to state and won the whole darn thing. Yep. Yeah, you're, no, you, you bring up great points here. But, but you still like the district. I still like the district because I, th I don't think this is a, a complaint that's going to go away, and I just think this is the most, uh, in terms of, Equitable solution, I guess. I, I hate saying that because everyone's there's still going to be people who are going to be complaining. I was going to say people are still complaining. Oh yeah, they will complain. But I think this is better than the current format of switching conferences here and there. Just do it completely, everyone, and then every couple of years we'll look at it, we'll change it around, and it won't be just for football; it'll be for other ones. Now I understand. Saying Fox Valley Association champion is much better than saying District 5 champ. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. It, it flows off the tongue a lot better. Sounds yeah, more political. Sound, yeah, it does. It, sound, it sounds it cooler, you know. But uh, in my opinion, if, if, if those sports mad states like Texas and Florida can get away with it, we're just fine. You know, we're, we're, we don't have to be that different in that way. And, and then, no, they still have problems, too, down there in terms of the district and everything like that. But they seem to have liked it and seem to have stuck with it, Brett. I just think that that's... That's, in my opinion, in terms of evolving because of what you've been giving the scenarios, that's the, the best way to go about it. We'll see what happens, and, and maybe, maybe that is uh, the direction we end up going, but um, I, you know, who knows? Uh, I just, 
you know, and then I, I think uh, too. Uh, what are we? 2018. I, I think within the next couple of years, I'm sure there's going to be a, a, a pretty large-scale realignment in the Northeast Wisconsin region. Again, I've, I've been hearing rumblings about teams wanting out of leagues and such and such and such. Uh, it's you know, it's probably maybe a reason why uh, Deb Hauser said, oh, "I'm getting out of the WIA." Oh, I'm, come I'm, I'm on! Retiring. Now, yeah. I, I've had enough. She she did she did take a lot of a uh, lot of arrows for. Uh, she was kind of the the head of realignment and, and had to listen to a lot of negative comments and a lot of negative feedback that's a, a thankless job so um i don't know i just think let's keep it as equitable as you can and, and if you're struggling figure out why are we struggling it's not always because we're the small team in in the conference right i mean right that there is are, there are other yep. factors at play and that, that leads into a whole bigger uh, uh when you look at the district play in terms of uh, the private versus rural or yeah private versus rural and public and all that kind of stuff but that's that's an argument for another day let's Brett. move on i want to move on to our next topic which is an interesting topic because uh i did not know this uh in terms of the all-star games that uh the teams have for basketball for the fox valley association that they weren't going to have a girls game uh the boys game was getting uh ad uh, promo already and uh, you know, and then uh, one of our uh, friends of the show here, Sydney Levy, uh, she wasn't too happy about that. Uh, rightfully that, so. And rightfully so that there was going to be a boys' game, but not a girls' game. And um, to her, uh, rallying to her uh, defense uh, was uh, Tyrese Halliburton and Jordan McKay both saying, "Hey, look, we're not going to play in the boys' game if the girls aren't having their own game." I thought that was very, very cool of both of them to do that to step up to the plate. Uh, and, and not just for gender equity, but, you know, Sydney's a friend of theirs, you know, and it's one of those things like, hey, they want to have uh, uh, their own kind of highlighted game, and uh, why can't they have it? So all this is all in the mix because the, the boys' game is this Sunday, and now I'm not sure if they're going to try. If, if I think Jordan's maybe kind of orchestrating everything and, and trying to get that going on, and they've reached out to me that, to, to pick the girls' team. Uh, so I'm not exactly sure if that's going to be placed with, with the boys' game. Why don't they just put it all in one night? Well, I, uh, that's what I'm thinking. Right. Then why not just have it before the boys' game? Yeah. Maybe have it at four o'clock, and the boys' game be at six. You can still have a three-point shot, you know, competition for the girls' game because there's going to be a dunk and a three-point for the boys. So I think that makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, a lot of these players on these teams. I mean, you're talking about, you know, the two North girls, Brecky and Levy, is, are going to be on that team. Uh, the Frederick from Hortonville. So you're, you're, there's a lot of great players in the FBA. So uh, I thought th this was an example. I thought Brett of social media. Uh, being able to rally itself, or, or, or the participants anyway, being able to rally each other and get something going here. I think it's very cool and maybe something you don't see 10 years ago, 15 years ago. It's a very, 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 very cool thing, and I like the boys sticking up for the yes. girls in this one. I do too. Kind of credit Sydney. She was the one that kind of orchestrated our varsity roundtable celebration uh, she did. a few weeks back. Very with aware. Tyrese and Jordan and Quincy Anderson and uh Sydney were part of that uh all yeah. FEA show we had the three gold balls behind me on the on the on the uh, lockers she ought to be a senator in yeah, future, <laughs> yeah right think, maybe she know? can clean things up yeah. on the political side of things yeah but, woman of the people but you know, you good go. good good on her for speaking up saying hey what the heck i mean we want to showcase our talents too and our abilities in 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 front of a crowd and and really cap off what's been a, a tremendous season in the Fox Valley Association again with one final look at all these great uh, players and athletes and they got to they got to write this wrong. I mean, good on Jordan and good on Tyrese for sticking up and saying, "Hey, we're, we're going to put a little pressure on the situation." We know a lot of people are paying some money to uh, see us to see us play yeah. one more time, and uh, um. we're not going to do it unless uh, you make this right. So I hopefully uh, um, this this uh, this gets remedied and uh, we see both. Uh, girls and boys represented in the FEA All-Star Game. Well, here's a tweet. It was from uh, Jordan uh, uh, a couple of days ago, basically saying, uh, 
going sending out, out to Tyrese Halliburton saying, hey, don't know about you, but I won't be playing in ours if they don't have theirs. And then Tyrese right away, I'm with you on this one, Jay. FBA can't stand for this. What do we get, what do we got to do to make this happen? So Good for them. Know, they, they, they went about it, and then they kind of started this – a little mini grassroots effort to kind of get the girls team going and hopefully it's gonna it's going to it's going to happen because uh, I think I picked the girls now and I've gotten some confirmation from some of the coaches that they can make it uh, maybe some an injured player too who maybe thought wasn't going to make it but now they can so uh, that's going to be an evolving thing and once we get everything settled I'm sure there'll be something in the post crescent sports uh, section about that BC as you pick the teams are there some uh, stipulations I think they have to be all conference uh, they have to be all conference recognized first of all they have to be seniors and they have to be all conference, but that's where we don't have enough girls. So then I gotta look at stats and kind of pick the girls that uh, stats-wise uh, uh, that are seniors that should be added on. There's only there's only a couple spots really if all the girls attend. So uh, that's gonna be again an evolving thing. So uh, that's I know that's how they pick the boys team. So I kind of follow the same format in picking the girls team. So check for that because I think the boys game is this Sunday. Yes. So uh, and you know there's folks at Kakana starting to sweat. Yeah, thinking, oh, we need we need okay, Jordan. We need, this, we need this to happen. But Tyrese, no, good on listen. Jordan. Yeah, good on Jordan and Ty to get this uh, to pack up their girls Sydney. So good stuff. So again, be checking for that the FEA All Star Game for both the boys and girls later this week, and hopefully they'll get all hey, we uh, finalized. It. We uh, should. You're all. You guys are both on that. So have why, fun with why that. Why you're not going to be there? And I won't yeah. be there. So right. um, uh, award show, Brad. Let's get, give us an update. Uh, you're tired. You've been working uh, your butt off for all all these months, putting this all together, having to deal with. Uh, you know, making sure the students get their RSVPs in. Uh, you're, you're you're dealing with the advertising part of it, and and you're you're, you're a haggard man now. Mm. You you you've been. Through I've it. aged. Yes, I've aged. Yeah, I'm like in the uh, Indiana Jones in the <laughs> Temple of Doom, where I, I drank out of the wrong uh, chalice, and I'm aging that fast. No, the, no, 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 no. That's the last crusade. Last crusade. I'm yes. sorry, I always oh. get it mixed up. The he last chose. crusade. <laughs> I chose poorly. Poorly. Yes. I just watched that the other night too, but. Uh, well, Tyrese is going to be there. Jordan's going to be there. Sydney's going to be yes. there, and a whole bunch of uh, our, our some of the state's best athletes, coaches, and teams. Uh, May 11th, Wisconsin High School Sports Awards show at the Lambeau Field Atrium. Aaron Rodgers is going yes. to be there as our, our featured guest, and um, tickets are, are let's just say they're a hot item right now, and uh, leave it at that. And hopefully, we can get some more. Yeah, <laughs> that would because be nice. we're, gonna, we're, we're probably going to need a little bit more, but uh, we need that's more good, chairs. That's a good problem to have. That's a good problem to have because a very popular event, obviously, when, when you have number 12. But, man, it's really just grown. I mean, from year one to year two, now to year three. And now now it's crunch time because uh, May 11th is two and a half weeks away, uh, two weeks coming up from Friday. And it's, it's, it's when uh, the rubber hits the road, as they say, right? Yeah. And it's time to get to finish it up. And um, so we're getting there. I, I over uh, looked over the script uh, along with Kelly Weber, who's been a big help, uh, obviously, uh, She's probably the, the really the muscle behind it all. She does a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And uh, this, the script, uh, it's just kind of funny with the deadlines, though. They're, they're, they're a little bit sooner than, than I'm, I'm used to, and uh, the, the turnaround's a little bit faster. And, and Rosie, you know this, too, as we factor in all the, the non-sports uh, live streams, uh, particularly the Kids in Crisis, where we, we've been yeah. traveling throughout the <laughs> state. Yeah. Kind of makes it a, a challenge uh, to, to, to try to squeeze everything in. Yeah. Uh, but we're getting there, and the, the script looks good. Um, really excited. I think the content of the show is going to be fantastic. We're adding some new segments. Uh, we're actually going to recognize uh, Special Olympics athletes. We're going to have uh, folks in, in uh, real-time voting on uh, the performance play of the year. Mm. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. And, um, 
just just some just some fun segments. I think we have a fun Q and A uh, in line or uh, lined up with with Aaron Rodgers. So that's going to be funny. And you know, Aaron's going to be really great interacting with these kids. He's super in those situations, and uh, I think he's, I know he's really into it and really excited to to be there as well. Well, so I'm excited. Well, of course you're because you get to dress up because it's your night. Yes, yeah. it's always your well, night. No, not just that. I was hoping to maybe tell you know maybe I could converse with Mr. Oh, Rogers maybe a little bit. Let me tell I, you. Yeah, a little, well, let sure. me tell everybody out there who's oh, either watching or be listening a little story about last year. It's a it's a work <laughs> function. All right, it's business before pleasure. Now Ricardo brought a date. Um, I was there, pedal to the metal, focused. We got to work. We we're doing the red carpet segment, and I'm like, we need Ricardo down here first because he he and I are being interviewed, and secondly because I need some help corralling some uh, athletes. Where's Ricardo? He's up in the VIP area, schmoozing <laughs> away. <laughs> and we're getting close to showtime. Like, where's Ricardo? Get a little angry. Probably some some bad thoughts going on in my head yeah. at that point. Chatting it, it up it, with uh, Clay in, Matthews, in, no doubt. So. Oh, I wasn't time. chatting up. I was, you know, I don't, I, I, you know. So he's out there in his tux, you know, looking uh, looking all dapper and everything, and moving around. But I know. had a significant other well, there. Well, this so. year you're working. Well, I well yes, I, I'll, I'll try to balance it better. I'll no, try no, to get no. down there on time. Balance <laughs> it means work, and then after the show you can. I'll, have I'll your balance it. The Ricardo balance uh, when it comes to that stuff. Hey, I like to have fun. I'm an outgoing guy, and this is a great time for us to do it, you know. And we ha- we're going to have a red carpet. You and I will both talk on the red carpet. We'll, we'll get it all if done. If you're there, if we can find you. If, if, you know, if I'm there. Yep. And if you can't make it, you can always watch the live stream. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be streaming part it live. Yes, yeah, so. so I don't have the link set yet, but I will build that, yeah. and uh, you'll find it on all, all ten of our sites, yeah. including postcrescent.com, and yeah. streamed on uh, Facebook here at postcrescent.com. Even though slash Facebook. I would love to be on the red carpet uh, interviewing these people. I can't. But our colleague Shelby uh, yeah, exactly. Ledoux so Shelby will up do in it. Green Bay at yes. the Press Gazette will be handling the red carpet duties. But hopefully we can have some uh, real time social media stuff going on with our HSSWI yeah. hashtag, real time tweets, and it's it's big. It's it's our biggest show yet, and we, we have a lot of great sponsorship involved. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to single anybody out, but again, I'll give you that website if you want to see who our nominees are. It's sportsawards.wisconsinmedia.com. Go ahead and check it out. See who's been uh, recognized. We got the RSVPs coming back too are incredible. Almost every athlete still got to get some spring ones uh, lined up because we just released those. But almost every athlete has smartly uh, accepted. Smartly accepted. And yeah. then of course uh, they'll be be bringing family members, coaches. So it's, it's going to be a big, big night and yeah. uh, looking forward to it. Well, and kudos to you guys because you guys run a good show. And, I mean, you call great games during the season and you get to, you know, during Clubhouse Live, you guys are great hosts and you get to host this too. So yeah. this, you just I, get to be all snazzy and, 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 and Brett gets to, uh, what, to work on our on our presentation a little bit, right, with the uh, the flow and everything for each, uh, mm-hmm. for each yeah. award. So yeah. if you don't like it, Brett did it. Yeah, so if the jokes <laughs> fall flat, it's played yes. just plain Well, we got a real nice tap dance routine uh, yeah. lined up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. going like to be more of a musical component. Hello, my baby. Yeah. Hello, my yeah, dog. They're bringing in someone Hello, to show them how to and tap. Then, and then once crazy. we start singing, you're going to see that cane yeah. just kind of yank <laughs> us off the stage. Yeah, or like the Apollo Theater. They have the clown come out there and brush you off. Or you know what they should yeah. do is a gong show. Just have somebody back yeah. there. Oh, that'd be great. Yes. Get us off the stage. Boy, that just shows how old we are there talking about the Apollo and the gong show. Yeah, the gong show. Chuck Barris. Once again, YouTube it. Yeah. By the way, uh, uh, Brett, I, I I I don't know I don't know why this just popped into my head, but it looks like you know I covered the Kimberly Appleton North Girls Soccer game over there at uh, J.R. Garrett's or Papermaker Stadium, mm-hmm. and I realized that I must have accidentally lifted one of their pencils because I'm looking at this pencil. Uh-oh. It's the J.R.G. Journey, and Brett, uh, I, I un- unintentionally kind of uh, stole this. Uh, learning leadership and laughter. There you go. <coughs> I am not I am not actually 
displaying those traits right now as uh, I, I actually stole your pencil. I am sorry, JRG, for that. But, hey, Brad, I want to wrap up real quick. Well, don't uh, forget about Steve Jones. Oh, so, oh yes, uh, yes. And Coach, and coach uh, well, well, Brad kind of let the cat whoops. out of the bag a little bit because we're speculating to. on this. <laughs> UW Stevens Point, uh, their head coach recently, was it resigned? Correctly? Correct uh, st- yeah, I guess Three stepped down. I think he's going somewhere. Yeah, yeah, to Carleton College yeah. or something yeah. like that. Um, and the whole, we're all speculating here as, as well as other folks around the state that maybe this is a natural position for uh, Kimberly head coach, mm-hmm. w- owner of 70 straight wins, the Kimberly program, five state championships in a row, that maybe this is an opportunity for Coach Steve Jones to return home yes, and to coach his alma mater, Brett. Yep. Is that almost too perfect of a situation, my friend? I think it's something we've thought about actually for a little while now. This isn't just new that we've talked about it amongst ourselves. You know, he's, he's a Stevens Point guy, a Spash grad, played football at UW-Stevens Point. The, the question is, does he w- – want to move up to the collegiate level. I, we saw it with Scott Anderson, remember, years ago. at the He was the Nina Boys basketball coach, then took an assistant job with, um, was it with Jack Bennett back then, uh, at UW-Stevens Point to become an assistant men's basketball coach and then shifted back to become the Spash uh, Boys basketball coach. Of course, uh, Scott Anderson now resigning um, just uh, very recently, I think last week. But that's the million-dollar question is, does Steve want to take that, that next step? Uh, it seems like it would be a perfect fit to get even more collegiate experience. He was a grad assistant at w- with with the Pointers back uh, when he w- uh, uh, played there, went to school there, and was finishing up. So he does have a little collegiate experience. And, you know, it, it comes to another question, too, is what more does he have to prove at the high mm-hmm. school level? He's won five straight state titles, one in D2, the last four in D1, 70 straight victories, uh, a, 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 a state record in the, in the nation's longest winning streak. There's nothing more that he wants to do or needs to do or has to prove unless he just flat out loves the high school level and wants to keep coaching. And I know he's thought of very highly um, uh, as a leadership teacher at Kimberly High School. I know he spoke yesterday at the United Way breakfast right here in Appleton Uh, and gave a fantastic speech apparently. Phenomenal from what my wife, my lovely wife said. And uh, at points there were, uh, I guess, uh, a lot of people that uh, uh, were getting choked up, quivery lip. Uh, ready, wow. to, ready to cry. He gave a phenomenal speech. A lot of stuff you didn't know about Coach Jones Actually, uh, uh, that he kind of talked about in he, his early life. Yeah, Jen Zettel, our colleague, wrote a nice story about it and uh, about some of the things he, he talked about at the speech. One of them was about when he first told his players that he loved them. Mm, good story. And, and implementing love. You don't see that in high school football too much, yeah. a, a coach talking about love, but it's a very important thing, very important for young uh, males to hear that that message from from a, a and male, that it's okay a to, to, to 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 outwardly show that Absolutely. kind of emotion. It's an yeah. emotion that all of us as human beings have. So yeah, good. So stuff. I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Um, I guess again, it's, it would seem to be a natural fit. And boy, boy, he would he would have a uh, a strong pipeline in the Fox Valley in terms of recruiting some of that D three talent if he took that job or if he wanted that job. I think this is an opportunity for him that seems almost too perfect and. Uh, so I don't know how he wouldn't be at least interested in the job if they did, you know, kind of show interest back, which I'm assuming that they will do. Uh, now, now he does have a great thing going at Kimberly. Yes, he is ensconced there. I mean, he has his program. It, it, it is, it is it, the team is in his, in his mold, his character, and quite frankly, uh, they're a team that with him at the helm is going to be competitive year in and year out because he's, you know, him along with the help of his assistant coaches and before obviously the pre- previous regime was doing well as well. You know, they have the, uh, the youth system set up, so they're always going to have success. But, yeah, Brett, it gets down to the point, how far can you take it in high school? Biggest, largest division in high school. You, you, 
you've shown yourself to be the platinum program in Division One, smallest team in Division One. What can you do at the collegiate level and transfer transfer those principles to the collegiate game? So maybe that's a challenge that that uh, you know is will uh, you know kind of catch his eye, and maybe that's something he wants to do. I would think if this is a perfect opportunity to do it, in my opinion. Well, again, it did, yeah. What is his career path? Does he want to get into the college level? Maybe one day work his way up to a, d a Division One. Yeah, who knows? Um, I, I, selfishly, I, I, I'm, I have mixed emotions because I love having him here. I think he's great to deal with. Top-notch, first class. He runs a first-class program. Uh, kids are always respectful. Everybody's respectful with, uh, when it comes to Kimberly football and Kimberly High School as a whole. But I'm also a Stevens Point, UW-Stevens Point <laughs> grad. There you are. And uh, the football program has been sort of, uh, eh, uh, let's just say, uh, over the years. So I think I would love to see some... Uh, some some infusion of energy excitement and i think he could probably build that into what would be a, a fun battle between maybe eventually oshkosh whitewater and stevens point could be a pretty good uh recruiting battles between yeah. those three schools like Osh we see in football quite a bit oshkosh or basketball, with uh, uh pads at cerrone mm -hmm. cerrone the san francisco treat uh mm -hmm. doing a great yeah. job taking him there to the to what the state or to the national Ash championship yeah game. yeah he's built a powerhouse Well, that would be there. fun i agree with you that'd be very cool for the wiac to be able yeah. to to have those you know, three teams be uh, in, in contention because that, that's exciting for the state to have that happen at the Division Three level. We call it Division Three, but it really is much better than Division Three. It's what very competitive. Is, yeah, yes. it's very competitive. They're always in contention for the national title. But uh, that's something that's going to develop, Brett, we'll right? See. So we'll see over the next couple of weeks. And it could be it's pure speculation. Let's it might not even be a factor. Yeah, exactly. And if it does happen, again, speculating, let's hope it doesn't happen next week where we don't have a show. <laughs> Hope it happens the following week. But, uh, Brett, well, I'm going to wrap up real quick. Appleton North softball players, Marissa Mullins, Sarah Allison, Hannah Hilton, and Hilton will be Hannah Cam. Uh, but the girls are coming in, the softball players, uh, uh, later tonight, 7 o'clock. So please check that out on Facebook.com slash Bulls Crescent. Uh, uh, Appleton North actually took a tough loss. They played Oshkosh North Saw yesterday. Saw that three-zip loss, uh, yeah. Suplay, their outstanding pitcher, kind of uh, shut them out there. But still, they're going to be one of the teams there at the end, a team vying for a conference championship and maybe even more uh, in the postseason. So please check that out, Appleton North Softball, again, on the big show tonight, 7 o'clock on Facebook.com slash Pulse Crescent and PulseCrescent.com. Got a reader comment on Facebook real quick. He wants a recap of FBA basketball. Peter, uh, Okay. Well, uh, okay. Pete, well, sorry. the game, the, uh, now the boys' game, is Sunday at nine o'clock? I'm sorry, Sunday at six o'clock. It's at Kalkana High School. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's the boys' game. We still don't know about the girls' game if there is even going to be a girls' game, but we're getting things in motion here. Uh, not so much me. I'm just picking the team, but like other folks are kind of getting the logistics part of it done. We'll see if it happens. But the Post Crescent will let everyone know if and when that does get, uh, I guess, finalized. Yeah. So there you go, Peter. All right. Thanks Good for stuff. Watching. And by the way, nothing next week. Nothing right? next week. I'll be in Florida and Tampa at Innisbrook Golf Resort, a world-renowned golf course, and I won't be golfing. You'll be flying next week. I'll, at I'll this be time. flying. I'll be flying on Legion Air. Please send a prayer to me. You'll be me. fine. <laughs> okay. You Here you go, Brett. You know what to do. No, one? that's all you. All right. This is for our, our sports awards show, right? Right here. This is Aaron Rodgers, right here, Rosie. That's right down the middle. Yeah, look good. Out look for good. the season. This, this, is, this, <laughs> yeah. is, this is for the, the Red Hot Brewers right here. No, we'll go Giannis right here. Giannis. Giannis. Bucks uh, and seven. Win. Yeah, no, Bucks, Bucks and seven. Bucks ain't winning in seven. See you next week. <laughs>